Welcome to Go With The Flow with Michaela, Tina, and Kayla. I'm Kayla, and this is episode two on hemophilia. Welcome back to Go With The Flow. In our previous episode, we talked about the different types of hemophilia, along with their causes and associated symptoms. In this episode, we are going to circulate back to the heart of the matter by talking about clotting factors. So what exactly are clotting factors? Clotting factors are a set of 12 different substances, mostly proteins, that form a chain reaction leading to coagulation and eventually stop bleeding from a damaged blood vessel. Without this plug-the-hole defensive reaction, we would quickly bleed out our entire blood volume, even from the smallest cut. The majority of these clotting proteins are synthesized by the liver and are found in blood plasma, traveling around the body ready to be activated. They are numbered with the Roman numerals 1 through 13. Now, don't get clogged on the numbers. Their numbers actually have nothing to do with their importance or reaction sequence but were originally numbered in the order in which they were discovered. Now you may have collected that I told you that there are only 12 clotting factors, but they're numbered one through 13. This is because factor six was once thought to be a distinct clotting factor, but now is thought to be identical to factor five. Rather than renumbering all of the other factors, scientists decided to leave Roman numeral six as a placeholder. Some say this was even to serve as a reminder that through our advances in science, our knowledge of the human body changes over time. The process of hemostasis is fast, localized, and carefully controlled. It involves activation of clotting factors in a single file series of events known as the clotting cascade. When any of these proteins are damaged or missing, the process does not work and the body is unable to adequately stop bleeding from a damaged vessel. In regards to hemophilia A, or classic hemophilia, there is a deficiency of factor VIII clotting protein, also known as antihemophilic factor. In cases of hemophilia B, there is a deficiency of factor IX clotting protein, also known as Christmas factor, or plasma thromboplastin component. And lastly, the most rare form, hemophilia C, is caused from a deficiency in factor 11 clotting protein, also called plasma thromboplastin antecedent. But don't worry, we will pump your brain full of the clotting cascade next episode. Accuracy of diagnosis is crucial for treating patients with a bleeding disorder since the symptoms for most are nearly identical. Several blood screening tests are used to diagnose patients with a suspected bleeding disorder. The first is a complete blood count, or CBC. This test measures the amount of hemoglobin, white blood cells, platelets, and the amount and size of red blood cells in a patient's blood. For people with hemophilia, CBC results will be normal. But if there has been heavy or prolonged bleeding, this test will show a decrease in red blood cells and hemoglobin. This test will be followed by a series of tests designed to measure a patient's clotting ability. 
The first is called an Activated Partial Thromboplastin Time Test, or APTT test. It measures the ability of clotting factors 8, 9, 11, and 12. If any of these clotting factors are too low, it takes longer for the blood to clot. So patients with hemophilia will show a longer clotting time for this test. The second test is called a prothrombin time test, or PT test, which measures the clotting ability of factors 1, 2, 5, 7, and 10. As in the previous test, a deficiency in any of these factors will result in a prolonged clotting time. This test should come back normal for patients suffering from hemophilia since the condition is caused by defects in factors 8, 9, and 11. The third test is called a fibrinogen test. This test assesses the amount of fibrinogen, also known as clotting factor 1, in a patient's blood. Again, patients with hemophilia should receive normal results for this test. If a patient's results show abnormalities in the APTT or PT tests, this means that one or more clotting factors are most likely the cause of the bleeding disorder. Doctors will then run a series of tests called factor assays. These tests are used to identify the specific type of factor deficiency and the severity. This information is essential in order to implement the proper treatment. Normal range for clotting factors 8 and 9 are 50 to 100%. Patients with mild hemophilia have anywhere from 5 to 50% moderate will have 1-5% to and severe cases will have less than 1% of these clotting factors. Hopefully we didn't overflow your prefrontal cortex. Stay tuned for our next episode where we are going to navigate you down the clotting cascade.